Blog Talk Radio. It was almost the night before Christmas, and here on the BTR show, a special is airing wrapped up in a bow. As joy and glad tidings hang out in the virtual air, we know that St. Nick is scheduled to be here. Now, I've got to tell you, with humble apologies to Clement Moore, I took a little bit of an artistic license to kick off this, our first BTW Christmas special, and I'll tell you, an exciting special it is to start. We're going to be welcoming to the show Melinda Elmore, who's going to share with us excerpts from her amazing book, Journey to Christmas Creek. And, and again, the story itself is compelling, but what's even more compelling is the story behind the book and why it was written. I, I'm sure you're going to love hearing that. We'll also be spinning the virtual wax, and yes, I am giving away my age, and no, despite what my young children may think, I wasn't around for the first Christmas, offering songs of the holidays, including a few from some amazing local artists, one in particular, John Wright, and both John and Melinda are on the air with us, joining us from their respective cities to tune in and be part of this great special. We, of course, will also be sharing a special Christmas greeting from our local town councilor, Maxime Pinot-Jovin, and, of course, favorite stories for young and old alike, including my personal favorite, Snowman at Christmas. You may be familiar with it. If not, not to worry. Just enjoy it because I certainly do. Now, if that weren't enough to make a great special, I have to tell you, we have made arrangements so that towards the end of the evening's program, the kiddies can call in and speak with, yes, that's right, the big man himself, Santa, who's kindly agreed to join us from the North Pole, interrupting his busy schedule, because as I'm sure you can imagine, he's got quite a route to go starting tomorrow evening to go around the world and drop off all those presents. But tonight he'll spend at least 15 or so minutes with us, and the kids, you can call in at 347 326 9234. And those south of the border joining us, well, guess what? You can call in 877 503 So, listen, take a seat by the crackling fire. Of course, only if you do have a fireplace. And let's together make a great Christmas memory. Now, before we get started with the show, there are, of course, the usual housekeeping chores to which I have to sort of attend and look after. First of all, telling you that we are broadcasting live over the the Blog Talk Radio Network through our studios in New York City. Now, what's great about this is, and hopefully you're joining us live, but if you can't and you just want to have an entertaining evening tomorrow because we're all going to take time off while the entire program is being recorded, which means you can listen to it on demand at your convenience. Just one of the great features of Internet radio and, of course, Blog Talk Radio. Now, of course, I also have to pause for the cause, which we're prone to do, and thank the sponsors who make Buckingham This Week Possible. And I'd like to start off with Domain Peter Bowman. Located across from Metro, we offer semi-executive suites, condominiums, and single homes. It's wonderful for seniors and families, of course, talking about the neighborhood. And of course, all your shopping needs are within five minutes. If you're interested in seeing a model showroom layout, you can do so simply by clicking the banner at the top of the show page. And, well, you know what? We will take you there. Also want to thank our newest sponsor, Jim Max Buckingham, whose upcoming Biggest Loser Challenge will offer 10 people a chance to shed on wanted pounds and win some amazing prizes in the process. Now, to qualify, to see if you can make it as one of the 10, all you have to do is contact Jim Max Buckingham directly at 819-986-5496. I, of course, have already been disqualified because Jennifer has been baking up a storm for the last week with cookies and everything, and I've already given in and decided I'm going to just buy the stretchy pants. But nonetheless, for those of you who still have hope for the new year, that's where you want to be. Also, Darcy Rowan Photography. Inspired by old Hollywood with a creative vision in commercial and media photography, Darcy Rowan is based out of Ottawa Gatineau, and he provides, you'll be happy to know, on-location shoots. Of course, you can visit his state-of-the-art studio. So just visit DarcyRowanPhotos.com and see his work, which is unparalleled to any others in the area. And finally, let's welcome Love Nails, whose unique services help you to leave a lasting impression with a beautiful impression on your nail. So be sure to ask Tara Lynn about her holiday specials by calling 819-639-2589. And finally, of course, 
Buckingham Portal. Again, check out the Facebook page for all that is going to be happening in and around the region, special events for kids. This is a holiday week. Kids are off, I believe, until January 10th, which is kind of amazing there. I don't remember getting that much time off, but nonetheless, you're going to have a lot of hours to fill. Buckingham Portal is the place to visit to know what's going on and how you can take advantage of the great venues that are available to you in this area. Now, without further delay, first of all, I want to welcome to the show Melinda Elmore, who's going to again open up with reading an excerpt from her book, uh, which I think, you know, Journey to Christmas Creek is in itself, as I mentioned, a wonderful story. But Melinda, welcome. And, you know, I appreciate you joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about this book and why it has so much meaning? Thank you, John, for letting me be here tonight. Uh, yes, um, when me and my husband got married 25 years ago, and when we had our first child, we started looking at a lot of different things. And um, so then when our second child came along, we decided, mm-hmm. well, you know, I had written this story a long time ago, back even before I had my kids. And so he pulled it out, and he uh, was reading it, and he started reading it every Christmas to the children. And so he loved the story, and then um, he told me, you know, one day that needs to be published. He said, you need to share it with others. And I'm like, well, I don't know, you know. And so then this October, he passed away unexpectedly. Um, It was the day after his birthday. He had just turned 43. And so... um, I was like, well, I think it's time this needs to be published and dedicated to him. And so the book was published, and on the cover, I'm sure John, you've seen it, uh, he's got his image up in the clouds. And my publisher, Dancing with Bear Publishing, she done a wonderful job with it. And um, so basically, you know, the story is just based on what I've done way back when and before I even, even thought about getting anything published. But it was dear to us because he read it every Christmas to the kids. And uh, he just really loved the story. And so basically, you know, it's for him. And I would imagine, Melinda, through the story and with your kids, especially this being the first Christmas, it takes on that much more meaning because he's still with us, isn't he? Yes, he is. He is definitely with us. We feel his presence. And it's really remarkable. My daughter, I do want to mention this, uh, she's 13, and she had um after this happened with her dad, uh, her school had her to write a definition essay, and so she done one, and it was titled My Definition of a Dad. And um, the school really loved it. Her teachers thought it was just wonderful, so I let my publisher read it. And then she come back, and she turned it into a book, and it's got pictures about when my daughter was little with her dad. And so and today she received her author copies in the mail, which was really, really, you know, amazing that's just a beautiful story now you know melinda can i ask you to read an excerpt from this in in audience she's going to read melinda's going to share with us about a a 10-minute excerpt of 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 the book uh before we get to that melinda one quick thing john wright i I want to thank you for joining us from from ottawa after melinda reads her expert excerpt of course we're going to have you build out one of the one of the i guess you can call a classic christmas tune aren't you Yes, I am. It's uh, actually it's a Jimmy Buffett uh, song. He wrote it, but it's actually in the last ten years since his album came out. For that, I've been playing this every Christmas, and it's one of my all-time favorite uh, Christmas songs. It's just so fitting. It's about his life going, moving through, and uh, moving at light speed, as he says. But uh, just an incredible Christmas song. Everywhere I've played it. It's my favorite song. Well, and, you know, as we both talked about, John and, and Melinda, as I pass it back to you, Melinda, sorry, reading. I mean, whether you're writing or, or through music, we all leave a little piece of ourselves out there, isn't it? It's that, that way of sharing what is our passion and, and, and a little bit of us in the world, isn't it? it of course it is. In, in uh, songs of life, it's it's a passion about writing about how you feel and and what you're doing in life and how your life affects you. So we either write about it, uh, we compose about it, we we just uh, get it out in music. For me, music is the outlet as well as uh, as as writing would be. Well, you know what? I am so much looking forward to hearing you sing, John and and Melinda. I'll turn it over to you and 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 look forward to hearing hearing a little bit from your book. Okay. So do you want me to go ahead and start it? Please do. Okay. Okay, this is um, the early 1800s, and it's in the Montana Territory. The day was going to be adventure. The move to a new intriguing place loomed within everyone's heart. Potted buffalo was sad over the move, but also excited. 
He had lived in Moon Valley since his birth, and now at 14 winters, he realized the move was necessary or his people would die. His younger sister, Dimple Pierce, was scared. She was too young to understand why the people must move. Spotted Buffalo's father, Redson, tried to explain the importance of the move. Spotted Buffalo listened carefully as his father spoke. Gentle tears, we must move. Our entire village will go hungry. We must make this move to locate more food. Besides Christmas, as the black traders call it, will arrive soon. So look at this move as a gift, Redson explained. With reddened eyes, Gentle tears stared into her father. I do not want to move. I need to feed the animals or they will die. Redson picked up his daughter and gently hugged her. Redson replied, Gentle tears, the animals will move on to find food also. They will be okay. I realize how much you are hurting, but one day you will understand. He gently placed gentle tears into the arms of her mother. White men gazed lovingly into the wet eyes of her daughter. My precious daughter, do not cry. You will love your new home. Spotted Buffalo stepped outside into the radiant sun and looked around the village. Exploding with activity, he walked to the herd of horses, now his responsibility, and could not wait until he got his very own horse. But first, he would have to become a man. He sat on a wooden plank, rotting with age, and stared off into the field of flowers, blanketing Mother Earth, wondering what destiny held for him. Spotted Buffalo quickly snapped back to reality as his father approached. Spotted Buffalo, come, we are preparing to leave. Standing proudly, he replied, Father, this will be best for our people, and I know gentle tears will grow to love our new home. Red Sun smiled. My heart also breaks. I do not wish to move our people. From their home. I also know that it is the best, and sometimes we must make decisions, not life. Spotted Buffalo walked with his father as the entire village prepared to leave. It was a grand sight to see the proud people of the village preparing for the journey ahead. Redstone climbed onto his horse and led his people from the sacred land, deserted due to the lack of food. His heart ached as they made their way around the pond, which had provided water for them for so long. The sadness overwhelmed, overwhelmed Red Sun, but he knew this was their fate. He prayed to the Great Spirit to guide him as he pressed the huge boulder, which was very sacred to him. The sun beamed down, and it seemed they had been traveling for a long time. The path they took was so strange. The tall trees bloomed overhead, and unfamiliar sounds ran rampant in, in this new place. Finally, Red Sun motioned for everyone to stop. He knew the elders were growing tired with every hoof print the horses made. Spotted Buffalo jumped off his horse, watching his father as he moved. Spotted Buffalo, help your mother with your sister, Red Sun said. Spotted Buffalo reached out and took gentle tears into his arms. Red Sun raised his hand toward the sky in an effort to get everyone's attention. My people, we will make rest here for the night. Tomorrow we will continue our journey to find our new home. Spotted Buffalo approached his father. How far must we travel? Red Sun stroked his son's head. My son, we will travel until we find the perfect spot. It could be days, but I shall know because a song will play in my heart. Incredibly, incredibly beautiful. Why did you choose that particular uh, excerpt, uh, Melinda? Well, to me, that shows the beginning of something new. And uh, with what's happened with us, we feel that we're in a, in a spot of something new for us. So I thought that would be the perfect one to read. Just, just, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful rendition. I can hardly wait till we get to the the next part of it. And again, the the book, by the way, Melinda, I posted in the chat room, is available, uh, obviously to purchase. Uh, it's about what fifty pages, isn't it? So it, it's not a long story, but it it packs a meaningful punch, doesn't it? Right, right. Yes, yes. It's, it's basically you know geared for children and to get them to see that things in life happen, that you have to be strong and to go on. And that's really the thing is, 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 is because it's, it's a journey to Christmas uh, Creek, uh, it does involve children as well. So do you think it's a way in which children are, are really introduced to the, the values of family, the memories of loved ones? It, it, it's, it's a really a, a great story, isn't it, in that regard as well? Right, it sure is because uh, in it, you know, they have to depend on each other and they learn that even so hard things happen and you have to deal with life. The family is the one that's always there for you. Well, listen, again, thank you for sharing that. I'll look forward to the, the, the last part of it. I mean, John, that's really what it's all about, isn't it, at this time in your family, isn't it? It sure is. That's, uh, that's what we taught our children, 
is, you know, family is the most important thing. Well, John, what are your thoughts on that? Exactly. Uh, my my uh, Christmas is uh, getting together with family. Actually, I'm sitting here with my son who's listening to uh, you you on the radio, celebrating. We're starting a little early, a little Irish whiskey. Never heard anybody for our roots, you know. Right. But it's all about I have my family and friends over Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day we get together. We have 16 at the table, and to me, it's not about gifts and giving and stuff. It's about being with family and being around family, and that's what it is for me. Well, you know what, and, and part of the, I guess what, what, what part of the, the festive season is, of course, sharing song. I'll avoid doing that because, uh, again, it's very painful. My kids actually go to sleep faster when I sing because they, that's the only way they can get me to stop. You don't have the same problem, obviously, and as I mentioned at the top of the conversation, your album, Songs of Life, and, and listeners in the chat room, the link to purchase the CD or, or John and Facebook is there. Uh, really a storytelling, and it's fine. It's, it's like Harry Chapin, as I was saying, in Taxi or Cats in the Cradle. So you have a very beautiful way of, of sharing your your uh, perceptions and experiences in life through the album. So certainly check it out. But tonight, you're going to sing a song that, that, that again, uh, you know, it, it has some good holiday cheer in it. So how about this? Why don't I cede the microphone to you or the virtual podium and, and let you go, go on with that? Thank you, John. And we'll see how it comes through on the phone here. This is a Jimmy Buffett song. We'll give him credit for it. I, d- I just want to add something there. I'm John Wright's son, Nicholas Wright. There, there's no better gift than music, something that we can all feel in our hearts and our souls and live through our lives. It's, it's one of the best gifts that you can give to anybody. So well, we you know, Nicholas, Nicholas, that's so true. Let me ask you, do you, and sorry to, to delay the song, but Nicholas, do you have the, the love for music as well, I would imagine? I'm, I have a great love for music. I'm an incredible singer, actually. I'm going to sing back up on his songs while we're sitting here. Um, I, I don't play a lot, but I, I'm putting my time into the uh, the guitar as well as my father. Uh, we're both great chefs. I took on the chef side, so but I do sing incredibly. Well, that's great. Thank you for joining it. And, John, fire away. I guess that's the term. <laughs> Thank you. 
someone says hush, could that be a jingle? Then over the hill glides the snowman, Chris Kringle. He opens his sack with a jolly ho-ho and pulls out their presents, each made out of snow. Santa sips his cocoa, the reindeer romp and play, and then with a whistle, they're off on their way. Such fun snowmen have, but there's still one more thing. With hearts full of joy, they hold hands and they sing. While the fiddler plays and sweet silver bells ring, they sing songs about snow and the birth of a king. The children are sleepy, the grown-ups are yawning, the snowmen go home just as Christmas is dawning. They're all back in their places when Christmas Day starts, but these folks made of snow have a glow in their hearts. Their smiles are more tender, their eyes softly shine as the snowmen dream dreams of their Christmas time. Merry Christmas, one and all. Now, I've got to tell you, I love these stories. Two reasons that I'm also enjoying reading it tonight is usually it's at bedtime, and I have to admit that my eyes are going a little bit, and I have a little flashlight so that the kids don't get disturbed by the light. So it's much harder to read there. But, you know, this is one of those stories that, uh, you know, brings back a lot of memories that goes a long ways back for me. So thank you for letting me indulge that. And, again, if you have any favorite stories, share them with us in the chat room. Now, one thing I want to point out is that this year we, of course, have Christmas greetings from special guests. And one such special guest is Maxine Pinot-Jolet. And so here's a very, very brief Christmas greeting from our counselor for the town of Buckingham. We wish you and your family a happy holiday filled with joy and festivities during this holiday season. Uh, make sure to take advantage of the quality time spent with your loved ones. Happy holidays and a happy new year to you all. Thank you. Thank you, Maxime. And I will, of course, put in the introduction to this. And, you know, I've got to tell you, it was great to talk to Maxime. He's very busy. He himself is a young family, and myself with four young kids and Jennifer with four young kids, our, our days fly by very, very quickly. Now, now, both John, of course, your, your kids are older now, aren't they? Uh, much older. Uh, I think the youngest is 18. <laughs> so, so now, have they reached the stage, John? Have they reached the stage, John, as my, my parents used to say, the older you get, uh, the smarter your parents become? I wouldn't say that too quickly, John. But uh, the older they get, the closer you get to them because they start to appreciate uh, the upbringing. I know that myself with my mother, uh, she's turning 90 in March, and she's one of my best friends. So that only came about in the last 15 years. Special time for her at 90 and the whole family, isn't it? Yeah, it's wonderful. Like we have uh, this year, my dad passed away two years ago. And uh, some close friends of mine as well. Um, and my mother is just tickled that we're having 16 people at the, the Christmas table. We haven't had that for a few years. Amazing. Nice big family. And Melinda, of course, your children are, aren't they? Well, my daughter is 13 and my son is 23. Oh, okay. So uh, so that's quite an age range in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of the kids there, but I guess the closeness and the joy at Christmas time is the same no matter whether you're what what two or ninety two, right? That's right. That's exactly the right. Well, you know what? I'll tell you, it's been special. You know, it, it, and, and don't want to turn into a political statement here, but one of the interesting things that I've covered on the show is the, the, the use of the word Christmas. And as you say, I've been using it gratuitously here because I believe in saying Merry Christmas. And, you know, there's debates about holidays and whatnot. But, you know, to sort of put a comedic spin on it, we're all familiar with Larry the Cable Guy. I might not have a little bit of humor in this. Uh, Larry's going to join us and share with us his take on what Christmas would be like without the word Christmas in it. Here it is. All right, all right, toddlers, we got some learning to do here. My nephew brought home another book the other day, just burns me up. Now they want a politically correct up Christmas story so they don't offend nobody and everybody everywhere can enjoy. So this is a story formerly known as Twas the Night Before Christmas. It is now called Twas the Night Before a Non-Denominational Winter Holiday. It was the night before a non-denominational winter holiday, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The neutral gift sacks 
were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that a non-specific holiday figure would soon be there. <laughs> Children of every race, creed, and nationality were resting all snug in their beds while visions of sugar-free plums danced in their heads. <laughs> when out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I got up out of bed to see matter and to see who was violating the neighborhood sound level ordinance. But what in my wondering eyes did appear? But an emissions-free vehicle, an eight-size challenge reindeer. <laughs> Holiday figure was so lively and I knew in a moment it must be Holiday figure. <laughs> he had a broad but normal face and advanced-sized belly, and he laughed, Lady of the evening, Lady of the evening, Lady of the evening. What in the world? You can't even say ho, ho, ho no more. What kind of comic crap is this? I don't care who you are. His name is Santa Claus, and he cracks deer with a horse whip, breaks into people's houses, drinks rum and eggnog, and looks like Uncle Jesse from Dukes of Hazard. Of course, that's a classic. John, do you remember that one? Not really, but I do now. <laughs> it leaves it, it leaves a little bit of a thing there. But you know what? We we talk about that, and the reason for the season. And, and, and Melinda, I mean, this is a time where there's joy and praise and, and things like this. I, I, do you have that same effect out in your part, where you know there's this controversy surrounding the word Christmas? Oh yes, that goes on. I believe everywhere because uh, I was just out today and I heard two people arguing, saying it should be Merry Christmas. The other one was saying, no, it should be Happy Holidays. So yeah, it, it goes on here too. I'll tell you, it's amazing. You sort of lose sight of everything, but but there, no matter how much it changes, the the real reason it, 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 it's the holiday will never change. And no matter how much we may try to change or put a spin on it, I mean, that's really the message overall there. So uh, I just thought I'd put a little humor in terms of that. Now, we're going to try to reach Santa very soon. John, can I twist your arm and sing another Christmas favorite? Yeah, we're just going through the stuff here. I'll do a, a little a melody of two that's been really quick. My old traditional song when I was a kid was, was Winter Wonderland. I just liked the way it went. And then i got to throw another Jimmy Buffett in there, Christmas Island. So here it goes. Christmas, I 
<laughs> Have you been helping your mommy make baking cookies? Oh, he passed the phone over. Yes, he has. He's been he's been my little helper during the day, baking cookies and decorating and do all such wonderful things. So he's been a very good boy. Well, Santa's certainly looking forward to calling at your house. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you so so much, Santa. As always, it's been a pleasure to be able to hear from you and uh, safe travels. Well, thank you very much, my dear, and thank you for calling in, and and uh, say good night to your lovely children for Santa. I will do that and say hi to Mrs. Claus. Take care. I will indeed. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, you know, Santa, that was something else, wasn't it? That was quite a lift from little Pierce, wasn't it? <laughs> well, Pierce has been a very good boy this year. You know that. Well, you know, you you would know that above all else. Now, one thing, sometimes people are trying to call in, but I have to tell you that Jacqueline in the uh, chat room has a request. Uh, she would like uh, like a deed to a diamond mine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can pack that in a bag, but uh, <laughs> apparently she's been very good. <laughs> Well, you know, John, we have lots of diamonds up here in the Arctic. <laughs> but, well, Santa's sometimes hard-pressed to uh, to fill, uh, fulfill the demands, but if uh, Jocelyn's been very good, and I mean very good, perhaps uh, she might have a surprise on Christmas morning. <laughs> you hear that, Jacqueline? You know what? And, and Santa knows whether he's been naughty or nice. Now, listen, Nicholas, you're still there, are you? Yeah, he is. Nicholas. Now, I, I know you're too old for Christmas, but if you had to ask Santa for something, and he's only with us now for another minute or so, if you had to ask Santa for something, what would you ask? Oh, God! Would it, would it have to be anything that I wanted right now? <laughs> well, you know what? I think within reason, Nicholas. I love your name, by the way. <laughs> irony on on the names there. If if you can bring me the most beautiful woman in the world that I already have my heart set on, and keep her here, that would be most definite the best Christmas gift I could have this year. Well, I, I'm afraid, uh, Nicholas, uh, the most beautiful woman in the world is already spoken for, aren't you, my dear? <laughs> I like well, it. Well, you see, Santa, Santa's a married man like all of us, right? So he knows, he certainly knows what to say there. Melinda, Melinda, you're still there. You know, you're never too old for Santa, I guess. What would you ask for Santa? I think I would ask for all the children to uh, be able to have gifts and uh, to know the joy of having their parents with them. Beautiful. And that's, and that's a very beautiful wish, Melinda, and, and certainly it would do Santa's heart so much good to see all the children in the world having a merry, merry Christmas. Well, you know, Santa, on that note, and I really appreciate you joining us. I mean, the North Pole... You're busy. You know, all I can all I can say is, is safe travels tomorrow as you go on the world and, and, and fulfilling those wishes that perhaps Melinda's talking about, that every child has a gift and a great memory. Because at the end of the day, it, it's really about the children and not so much the gifts, but the joy of sharing, isn't it? You missed well, you're, so, you're so right, John. So, uh, did you're I miss so someone? Right. Sorry, Santa. Did I miss someone? Yeah, you missed me. Oh, John, okay. Sorry, Santa, can you take one more before you go? By all means, yes, John, we didn't we didn't miss you at all. Santa sees you. Are you, Santa? Very well, very well, John, thank you. And how I, are you? I still believe, Santa. I'm 62. Of course you do. <laughs> you know what I would wish for this Christmas? Everybody to have peace, the world be at peace forever, and everyone have their family with them at Christmas. And that's what I wish for. You know, John, Santa hears that every year. And it always does Santa's heart so much good to hear that wish. And it's something that Santa wishes for as well. You have a good yes. heart, John. Thank you. There I won't think be a lot of hole in your, in your stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Last year I got an apple. It wasn't fair. 
Oh, you couldn't fit my new car in there, but it's okay. <laughs> wow, listen. Thanks, John, for that. And, and Santa, again, we'll let you go. But, but again, Godspeed and safe travels, both our listeners uh, and uh, those who called in and those in the chat room, wish you Godspeed. And just, just safe travels, and thank you for joining us tonight from the North Pole. Well, it's my pleasure, John. Thank you very much for having me on the show. And everyone, everywhere, a very Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Thank you, Santa. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, there, there you go, Santa. I mean, that was a pretty, pretty amazing call, wasn't it? John. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're, you're hoping for 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 a car. One's hoping for love, and 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 of course the world, uh, you know, and, and all of those things. And I'm just delighted that he had a chance to talk with some of the kids. Um, now, before we get to uh, Melinda's uh, closing and reading the, the the last bit of an excerpt from her book. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. You know, it wouldn't be complete unless we had some rendition of the 12 days of Christmas. Now, I'm going to tell you, Bob and Doug McKinney have a unique way of sharing that. So we're going to share that with you right now. So have a listen to Bob and Doug. Okay, good day. It's our Christmas part of the album, and you can play this at your Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought, like, I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, so good day. This is the Christmas part, and we're going to tell you what to get uh, your true love for Christmas. Look out the window. Where? What are you doing? Snow. What? Oh, it's a great white north, and it's snowing because it's Christmas time. Hey, Hoser. What? Here's the quiz. Quiz for Duck. Okay, I have my thinking toque on. Yeah, right. What are the 12 days of Christmas? Just um, figure it out, right? Christmas is when? Uh, the 25th. Right. And what's the 24th? Christmas Eve, right? So that's two. two. And then what's after that? Uh, a wrestling day. No. Get Boxing out. day. Yeah, yeah. That's three. I know. Then what's after that? Nothing. New Year's. Four. And what's New Year's Eve? Five. Okay. Where do you get 12? Uh, there's two Saturdays and Sundays in there. That's four. That's <laughs> And three other days, which I believe are the mystery days. Okay, now, this is our Christmas song. In case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. You start. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Two turtlenecks and a beer. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toast, two turtlenecks and a beer. That should be more there. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks and a beer in a tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Five golden toques, four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth, two gold Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for five golden toques, four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Seven packs of smoke, yes, oh, six packs of food, five golden toots, four pounds of mac, make three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. This should just be the two days of Christmas, it's too hard for us. Um, go home. Oh, eight days of food, gave to me, eight comic books, seven packs of smoke, six packs of two, four, five. Okay, day uh, 12. Good day, and welcome to day 12. Yeah. Golden toots, four pounds of bag three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. 
Well, there you have it. Twelve days of Christmas Canadian style. Now, John, being Canadian, you obviously know what a toque is and back bacon and all those things, right? I I love I love that song. That's hilarious. And that's that's my era, John. Well, uh, maybe yours. Uh, it's a great song. My, mine too. I I run that now, Melinda. Of course, I don't know uh, what, what what part of the states are you in. Excuse me. Where part of the U.S. are you from? Uh, Arizona. Okay, so when we say things like toques, does that actually uh, resonate at all? I have no idea. <laughs> well, hold on. Nicholas wants to say something. Hold on. Okay. Um, I I lived in Fort Worth, Texas for two years. I did barbecue rib competitions, and when I was down there, it snowed one day. There was about a millimeter of snow, and when I spoke to my boss. I told him, I said, I need to put on my toque. And what they refer to as a toque would be what we call in Canada a toboggan. They call a toque a toboggan. So, in other words, the thing that they put on their head is a toboggan. And in Canada, it's a wooden sleigh that we go down a hill on. So, so even though we're neighbors, there, there is a discrepancy in the language. And by the way, just a side note, uh, I, I don't know if you know the history of Bob and Doug McKenzie, but it's from the Second City to Television. But did you know that the reason why they came up with the McKenzie brothers was on a lark because the CRTC required a minimum number of minutes of Canadian content? Did you know that, John? I no, we didn't. I, I didn't did. know that. I did. That's the Canadian content. So Melinda, what you just got was a little bit of Canadiana there. But the toque we put on our heads to keep warm when it's freezing cold. Which, by the way, uh, just uh, we just got our really first significant cold snap and in, in snowfall uh, today, which uh, you know is kind of unusual for this time of year up here in in, in the capital region, Ottawa and, and Quebec region. So, but that's a little bit of a Canadian content. I, I don't know if we have the same CRTC requirements over internet radio, but nonetheless, we needed to, we needed to share that a little bit as well. So I'm glad you all enjoyed it. Now, Melinda, we've got about seven minutes left in the show, and it's just flowing by. And really enjoy yeah, that. You know, would you mind uh, sharing with us, if you will, uh, before we close, uh, uh, another excerpt from your from your great book? Uh, and uh, before we get into that, John, again, you know, I just appreciate you and Nicholas joining us this evening and, and sharing. It, 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 you know, and the songs over the phone. I'll tell you something. I think it has a little bit more meaning because it's like we're all sort of sharing this special holiday time together before Christmas Eve. So just thank you for the both of you joining us. Uh, listeners, thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you know, and listeners, uh, the song "Songs of Life." It's a CD. It, it, it's something you have. I was about to say album, which was again going to give away my age. But nonetheless, it's a CD that you definitely have to check out. We'll be posting John's uh, album covers. We will in Melinda's book uh, on uh, throughout all of our blogs on the social media network over the holiday season and going into the new year. So I'd encourage you to tune in and listen. Just, but, but John, thanks. Thanks so much, and Nicholas, thanks so much for doing that. And, and Melinda, if I could once again cede the airwaves to you, uh, please share some more of your book with us. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, Physics, I think, is very important because it shows children how uh, how they can do anything that they put their mind to. Mother, I have courage now, thought Buffalo. God heard, and it was left up to me to get help. At first, I was scared. I thought I could not do this, but when Spotted Buffalo showed me, I could with his words of wisdom. As my journey continued, I came face to face with a mighty mountain lion. I waited it out, just like Father said to do. What do you think, Mother? Tears demanded to know. My daughter, you could have killed what men said, sobbing. Gentle tears reached out and placed their hand to her mother's face and wiped the tears away. Mother, I am sorry we scared you, but do not be mad. The courage in my heart is good. I know now I can do anything. Once I set my mind to it, I saw I could do whatever I had to do. White Moon listened to her daughter's words. She had never heard these words spoken before, and she realized gentle tears had grown from this very event. Even though she thought this had been a good thing, it still fun for the thing that what could have happened to her only daughter. White Moon went to her son, spotted Buffalo, are you all are you in pain? Red son approached and placed his hands on his wife's shoulders. He will be fine once Roaming Deer helps him to get back on his feet. Body Buffalo smiled at his mother. Mother, I will be fine. Do not worry so. White Moon took her husband's hand. Red son raised his hand to speak to his people. My people listen. My son's body buffalo has done a great thing. His journey led him to our new home. 
Look all around and take in the beauty. This place is known as Christmas Creek. My son became a man today, and my daughter gained courage. This shall be our home forever, Redstone promised. The entire village cheered in approval and then got back to work. Homes had to be set up in this sacred spot. Redstone and Juan were proud of their children. They realized their children had grown, grown a lot in the last couple of days. This would stay in their hearts forever. Spotted Buffalo was proud. Now he was a man. He was very happy happy when Norman Jared bashed him his leg would heal. Roaming Deer also told him he would make a great leader one day. But Buffalo realized he had a very special sister whom he always would protect. Gentle tears sat by the waterfall, taking in its beauty. She had gained a lot on her journey. Her mother and father realized she was growing into a bright young woman, and she proved to her brother she could do anything as long as she was not afraid. But most of all, she had proved to herself she was very wise, courageous, and capable of doing anything as long as she had faith in herself, her family, and the great spirit. She got up her ancestors looking over her as she went on the journey to save her brother. In her heart, Jill and Tears would always remember the day when she was in a dangerous situation with a wild animal lurking about and her brother's life was in danger. She was the one to save the day. Realizing all along she had it within her heart to be brave, still it took a life or death situation before gentle tears mm-hmm. to see the potential. Gentle tears courage saved her brother, her mm-hmm. feet, and herself. What what a beautiful story. Melinda, mm-hmm. thank you so, so much for sharing that with us today and, and, and knowing the circumstances behind it. It just makes it that much more special. Uh, again, just very, very quickly, and I know we're going to post in the chat room, but if, if people want to get in touch with you, if they want to get the book, how can they do that? Uh, they can go to my publisher, which is Dancing with Bear Publishing. It's also on my website, melindaelmore.webs.com. And, of course, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all those places. Well, thank you again for sharing that story with us. It added so much. Of a, you know what? What a great way. I think you set the bar very high for subsequent Christmas specials. We'll have to have you back on a regular basis every year. How's that? Oh, that would be great, John. I would really like that. Well, thank you so much. And to you, listening audience, as we get down to the final couple of minutes, we're going to close with a classic carol that I've always enjoyed listening to. Uh, although I'll tell you, John's act is going to be a tough one to follow as well with both of his songs. I just want to take this moment to thank our sponsors for 2011. Uh, and, of course, I'm talking about Domain Peter Bowman, Jim Max Buckingham, Darcy Rowan Photography, and, of course, Love Nails. Uh, again, you make that possible. And finally, a big thanks to Buckingham Portal. Uh, this is a great venue, and I and wouldn't be amiss to say that it started out with just one portal in one community, and it is now spread across Canada and U.S. So wherever you are, look for one of the portals, and you will get to what's known as the virtual town centers where ideas, recipes, thoughts, events, news of the day will happen. You know, I think we need more of that close proximity. Even though the World Wide Web can be impersonal, I think this touches a little bit of small town uh, personal uh, in terms of uh, in terms of the world, and that's something that we can all use and need. So again, thank you one and all for making this a very very enjoyable uh, first Christmas special. And, and let's conclude with this song. And uh, God bless and have all the best for the holiday season and a great, healthy, and happy 2012.